You know, the age-old question that we sometimes come across as fathers is, what makes the best dad? Well, we talk about that here today on today's podcast. Welcome to another podcast with Steve and Eddie, and we are so glad that you joined us today. Um, Last weekend was Father's Day. We had a great weekend. I hope that you guys did too. And uh, we've got one of the uh, founding fathers, right, sitting right across from me right here of Crossroads, uh, Eddie Dean Hammond. It's good to see you, buddy. Thank you, Steve. It's good to uh, to have you in the house here in the in the office. Um, anything special going on uh, here lately? Just no. I uh, appreciate you speaking last week, and I watched online. Um, Diane and I were out of town, so. I was uh, enjoyed uh, the panel. I really did. Yeah, that was fun. The guys really stepped up. I really enjoyed that. Uh, I it reminded me of my age that uh, my firstborn grandson they're going to have a baby and I'm going to be a great grandpa. So that's I had to process that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Comes with the territory though. Yeah. And uh, I know that our new staff person um, Erica Marchano. Um, got some comments about her being on the podcast. Yes. So, I'm sure that they probably want her back. Yeah, they probably do, because yeah. she's maybe a little easier to listen to than you and I. <laughs> but, uh, she's yeah. full of life, that girl is, doing a fine job. Well, it is exciting to have the continuation of um, uh, expectation of, of, of new things here within Crossroads, new things around... If you're here in Sullivan, you'll see the new things happening down here in downtown and across the city. Uh, I think it's this Friday that that they're actually having a um, was it a flag cutting or a ribbon cutting um, thing for Lovers Lane down by the library, where they've done they extended that lane or that trail with the brick down Washington across yeah. the way and down by the uh, library. A lot of things that are happening. And that is just really the tip of the iceberg. I guess that the mayor just sent out a um, video the other day on Facebook that showed the pool getting filled up. Mm-hmm. Everything's not done there yet, but uh, they want to get it going so they can have... Lover's uh, Lane. It might be a nice to touch in. if they had some various couples smooching, kissing ah, along ah, when yes. they did that video. But did for the photo shoots? And yeah, the, for yeah, the photo shoots, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So there's there are things that are happening in and around us, and... Um, you know the the part where we say in us that's where the vibrancy of god mm. is at work in us he's at work in us every single day and so let's let the holy spirit really lead and uh, extend help us to extend ourselves into this daily walk yeah. into this thing called this journey of life and um so that's what we want to encourage you with today and well, as we get started go ahead pastor no i was going to say that uh, the face of Ohio Valley Gas blessed us with his presence at men's group. So oh, we did. A great highlight having that gentleman so him, within our mix. That would have been this morning. He went to eat breakfast with us as well. That's fantastic. So, uh, he has really to have a chauffeur and Bert and Bill Snodgrass have been driving him around. Yeah, so yeah. we need to pray for him. Actually. We do. We, we absolutely need to do that. He's had some tests and they're trying to get to the bottom of what's going on in his life. And, mm-hmm. Physically. Uh, absolutely. Well, speaking of prayer, we might as well get right to it and uh, just ask the Lord to cover this time. 
Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. We are so grateful for who you are and what you extend to us, and that is your love. You just extend and wrap us up with such a an unconditional love. Lord, you teach us how to be moms and dads and parents and grandparents and individuals singly singly singularly and those things all adapt into this thing called life mm-hmm. that we share with one another. I just pray, Father, that your love would extend out of this podcast. Um, it would extend from us to others throughout this week. Holy Spirit, would you cover this time now together? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, the, uh, the, the message this last weekend was um, entitled, What Makes a Good Father? And um, we had a lot of had a lot of different things that were happening prior to uh, actually the time of the message. There was a lot of uh, songs that related uh, "Good Good Father." Um, we had videos. Videos were good, and good uh, had some different things that were going on. Uh, created some laughs. Um, but when we got down to the message, and um, had. The panel of three. We had the expecting father, that was Elijah. The father with children inside the home, that was Dustin, the second service, and Peter, the first service. And then um, a father of an empty nest, and that was Burt Baker, each, yeah. uh, each service. And and uh, they did a really great job. What do you think about their Yeah, well, I, their I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, yeah, I did. I thought it was a good idea. And uh, other voices that are heard and their perspective and uh, you know I thought it was and I would offer this service to uh, those that are experienced empty nesters uh, maybe I could come and live with them six months to kind of fill out that nest oh yeah so that might, uh, yeah. <laughs> I doubt if I get any phone calls on that oh, one, okay but, okay <laughs> yeah no I thought it was great I really thought it was a great idea and maybe yeah. I'll start doing it more the the one thing that I noticed that that um, really stuck out to me was as they uh, as we knew that they were um, each representing uh, these this expecting sure. and all the different things their, their answers um, really showed where they were at that I mean and that's really what I really wanted I really was hoping that the extension of the wisdom would not only go from like almost like Elijah almost reminding Bert what it was like when he was first mm-hmm. starting off uh, with some of the things and then Bert bringing in wisdom yeah. to Elijah and to Dustin and Peter and and Peter and Dustin being yeah. able to remind it everything seemed to be intertwined yeah. very nicely and uh, they spoke uh, well of the Lord and and um, spoke of of where to really get they get that wisdom yeah. um, in these new different stages of their lives and and uh, where they are presently. So, yeah, I think so too. And that really worked out um, pretty well. And the Holy Spirit gave me that idea. And yeah. that, it was just um, coming in there, uh, knew that that I could then take off of that and then go into where I talked about we need to reflect His image and. Um, I'm just going to read that again, that scripture, and that is 
Second um, Corinthians, the third chapter, the 18th verse, and this is in the New King James Version. This is what it says. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, in the in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as the Spirit of the Lord, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. So in that process um, of talking about reflecting His image, talking about who we need to continue to. We have got so many different people that we could mimic or try to mirror in our lay uh, in our lives. Um, we've got people that we look up to that are here presently in the community. We've got maybe sports figures or movie stars uh, that that we kind of look. Oh, I idolize mm-hmm. them or whatever. But when it comes down to leading our life and the foundation and all the things we need to reflect God's image be more like Jesus and from that then I led into the the three P's of uh, that I highlighted Um, I think there's more but I wanted to highlight the ones that I highlighted on Sunday so they take home a nugget or two right Mm -hmm. but the first one was be a protector as God has protected us and gave that verse um, that was talking about uh, him being a strong shield and our fortress, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, being a protector, being a provider. And um, I, I showed images of my, my own father mm-hmm. about uh, how he went hunting and fishing and, and taught me how to garden and, and the different things he was not only providing with these things, but he was also teaching and providing wisdom and and uh, that, and also how God, then the great provider, yeah. being Jehovah Jireh, um, and I talked about the uh, story out of Genesis, the twenty-second right. chapter, out of Abraham and Isaac. Yeah, and uh, I said the mount wrong at first. I did Mount say, Moriah. Yeah, it was. It's Mount Moriah. I said Mount Sinai twice, yeah. and then I realized I'm not saying the correct yeah, I, mount. I, 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 <laughs> I, I picked that up. I yeah, watching that you. And, that's uh, okay. You corrected yourself, so yeah. and that's good. You know, I guess when in speaking, I think that it's always good to, oops, yeah, yeah. That's you know, my mind was going somewhere else. But anyway, um, wasn't it Mount? Wasn't it Mount Sinai where Moses was at? Where the law? Yeah. Okay, where... so here's the deal. I was just talking about reflecting his image. Yeah. I was talking about Moses, and how a veil was over his face. I had to put a veil over yeah. his face for that reflect. That's where my brain... I, I just now figured it out. Why my brain went to Mount Sinai. <laughs> so Mount Moriah, where Abraham and Isaac, where Abraham took Isaac, the Lord told him to sacrifice Isaac to him. And um, he went it was almost through the process, raised that knife way above his head and began to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Lord said, stop, don't harm that boy. And then the, thick, the ram in the thicket, yeah. they, they sacrificed that ram, came back with Isaac. The Lord did provide. And there's so many things about that in that as a father, we need to be that protector and that provider. And then finally, a promise keeper. Yeah. And how God continues to keep his promises. And how he did it, the same thing with Abraham. Yep. He told him, I will extend this. You yep. have been obedient in all things. Your descendants will be as the stars in the sky. Amen. 
So those are the three things, the protector, the provider, and the promise keeper. And then I wrapped up by talking about um, to protect the faith mm-hmm. in your family. Remind your family. Because that's your responsibility. That is your responsibility as a father. Protect that faith. Mm-hmm. Provide the wisdom for those that need to hear it out of godly wisdom. Provide mm-hmm. that by looking and staying in the scriptures. And then be a promise keeper. Right. And keep firm by saying, I promise you, the hope of Jesus is true. It's provided for us. Let's keep the faith. Let's keep our promises together and to the Lord. And I promise as we do this, God will come back. He will He will do as he says because he is the greatest promise yeah. keeper. Yeah. So that was the message for Sunday. Yeah, and That was good, and, Steve. Um, um, any any other things that you needed to comment off of, of no, that? No, I thought it went well, and like I said, I think people um, got something from it. Well, that's the point. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. truth. Well, as we step into this next week, this next weekend rather, and uh, you're bringing the message, what what is that? And give us a little synopsis. Well, we're of that. still in uh, that series, the previews of coming attractions. The title of the message is "What Rewards Will You Receive in Heaven?" I, I don't think it's a subject uh, we probably talk too much about because we're so focused and centered on what's going on Present here and the now, but I yeah. don't know if we realize what that means. Um, how, our, how we live our lives as believers on earth will determine how God blesses us for eternity, what rewards you will receive. Um, in Luke 14, 14, Jesus said, then at the resurrection of the godly, God will reward you for in inviting those who could not repay you. In Revelation twenty two twelve it says, And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me, to give to everyone according to his work. And that is when the scripture talks about the judgment seat of Christ, the Bema seat, which is a raised platform where the judge sat, and that will be in the air. You know, there's, third he- there's three heavens. There's the boat of God, there's uh, the atmosphere from... Uh, Space and then there's uh, our atmosphere here on earth. So there's three really there's here, space, and heaven. Mm-hmm. It'll be somewhere because uh, at that judgment seat, we will suffer loss and reward. Mm-hmm. We'll, be, we'll be in the boat, we'll be going to heaven, but we have to have this judgment first. Um, and for Second Corinthians um, 5. Paul said, Therefore we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well-pleasing to him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each of us may receive the things done in the body, according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Mm-hmm. Our sin's been forgiven. It's gone. Christ took care of that on the cross. But how we live as believers, it has to do with if we've used our gifts, um, what our motive was, and whatever, and we will be rewarded for our faithfulness there, and we will suffer loss to a degree uh, at that, because that's where it talks about all that we've done for Christ will be, you know, uh, gold and, and, and jewels and precious metals, and that which we've done out of selfish motives as a believer, wood, hay, stubble will be burned up, mm. and God will give us crowns and we'll cast them at his feet. Um, and the, 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 the point is, too, this is different from the great white throne. This is for believers, and the great white throne are for those that rejected Christ. Revelation 20, 15, 
and anyone not found written in the book of life will be cast into the lake of fire. Sad business. Yes. It, it just is, and that's, uh, and that's why we do what we do and try to win people to Christ with the love of Christ because we know what's ahead of them if they don't. And it's not a fear tactic. I think it's just a reality check. So, and that's, you know, you know, one day we will be held accountable as Christians for what we did with the opportunities that God gave us. You know, I, I don't know. And, and, and in our lives, he opens up uh, divine appointments is what I call them or windows of opportunity for us to be him. And if we don't act on the Holy Spirit's prompting and leading on that, I think we'll suffer loss for that sad mm-hmm. to say mm-hmm. but one day we'll be held accountable for that so in first corinthians three thirteen and 15 paul speaks of the same event regarding the judgment seat of christ when he says each one's works will become clear for the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test each one's works of what sort it is if anyone's work is burned he will suffer loss but he himself will be saved yet so as through the fire and that's what I talked about it. And I think a lot of, a lot of times in the kingdom, uh, we see those kind of on the stage as uh, uh, kind of the, the rock stars or the ones that are more blessed. Uh, and we think in heaven when we are at the judgment seat that people like Billy Graham, uh, Norman Vincent Peale, and some other people that have really made a, a mark within the kingdom, uh, Louis Palau that preaches revivals and on and on, but, but there'll be names mentioned that we'll never heard of before that was on equal footing. The, mm. the ground at the foot of the cross is equal. For instance, Will Graham, Billy's grandson, writes about a, world, a woman named Pearl Good. It says, in the annals of world history, you won't find any mentions of a lady named Pearl Good. She never ran for office, never commanded troops, and never served as the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. But she went to his, one of his first crusades in 1949 in Pasadena, and God laid on her heart that she needed to pray for those. And on her own dime, she'd get a bus and go drive, ride to where he had crusades, and he'd pray for, she'd pray for him every time he preached. Is that right? Amazing. Wow. So, um, in an address that Billy gave in 1994, um, Billy said, she prayed all night, many nights, and I could sense the presence and power of that prayer. When she died, I felt it. Mm. So that's, that's, a, that's the instance. What, what will her rewards be? You know, We can't underestimate the power of prayer. So Being an intercessor and, and to be behind the scenes and right. to, to do the things. And we are all one body, but many parts. And... That is, uh, it's such an important thing to be reminded of as you have done that today. Thank you for doing that. You know, we, got, we need to be reminded of constantly that every one of us is called to do something. Every person that has given their heart to Christ has been gifted supernaturally, been given gifts, been given responsibilities. We will be held accountable for what God has called us to do. Our objective is to be faithful with what God has set before us and to do the best possible job with that. So 
Well, and in First Timothy 4, Paul was winding it down. He said, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on that day. And not to me only, but to all, also to all who have loved his appearing. And that's what I said. We will throw those crowns at his feet. Mm-hmm. Writer of Hebrews says about the great cloud of witnesses, when in Hebrews talks about this cloud of witnesses that surround us, says, but they were looking for a better place, a heavenly homeland. So that's, uh, that's and then I'm going to end with this really good clip that I found from Tony Evans. He's talking about that, about salvation. I don't think you can talk about it enough. No, absolutely not. I really don't, because you never know, you never know at the end of a service or during a service where the Holy Spirit really uh, grips somebody's heart and it's time and they just mm-hmm. know it's time, you know, so. Well, that's, that's it. looking forward to it for sure. And thank you, Pastor, for giving us a, a brief synopsis of that before we go into it. Would you like to pray for us as we wrap it up here? Lord, we love you. We thank you for loving us. And uh, I can't say that enough as well. We lift you up in esteem and honor and, and glory for who you are and uh, always ask forgiveness for taking you for granted so much. Mm. Uh, you, we are on your mind 24-7. You never, we're never off your mind or out of your heart. And uh, you want the best for us and you've gifted us. Uh, you've sent us out into this world to be you and I just pray, God, that we are aware of that every day. And that one day, Lord, you will reward us. You know, we like rewards. Uh, we like to be encouraged. We like to be noticed. And uh, we'll be noticed at the judgment seat uh, for good nor bad or bad. But the deal is because of your blood and because of your grace and your unmerited favor, uh, we who are in you, Lord, will stand before you uh, and we're on our way to heaven so we're in so to speak but we have to be um, analyzed on how we lived as believers lord so that's why it's so important for us to be obedient uh, because you have lives for us to enter Uh, you set up uh, these divine appointments you open these great windows of opportunity uh, where you speak to hearts and we are there to deliver the message so help us to be faithful in that uh, we thank you for fathers lord and uh, you're such a good good father and we appreciate what a role model you have set before us and uh, we who are dads and granddads just help us lord to keep that in mind as well as we minister to those that you have entrusted to our care we love you god and we give you praise and glory we ask these things in the name of christ amen 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 well, thank you for uh, joining me here today. And you know, I want to uh, uh, throw out a little tidbit of information. On Father's Day, you had me speak, and that was a very high honor, and I appreciate that. That I love being a dad. One of the things I recognized and realized was Sunday was 22 years to the date that I started. Oh, no kidding. Here at Crossroads. <laughs> Man, where's that time gone? 22 years to the date, and I was able to preach on that and on Father's Day. I really appreciate that. That was such a blessing to be able to do that and to spend time with family. 
and uh, it's just been it was a great day. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's that's interesting. Yeah, it really is. So, thank you for joining us here today in this podcast. It's been good to have you and clicking on that as we send that link out. Continue to share it with uh, friends and family. Maybe somebody that comes across your mind, the Holy Spirit kind of says, hey, I, I want you to toss this over to such and such and uh, do that. And then all you got to do is just like forwarding a text message. Yep. So um, thanks for joining us. And we just pray that your rest of your week will be uh, just fine and that you'll be healthy. Be praying for those that are in need of our, our prayers for, for their health and maybe a loss of a loved one. Um, the things that they might be struggling with. So continue to lift up those that that you know that need prayer. And um, it's just something that we get to do uh, for intercessors, standing in the gap, intercessors, and um, bridging that gap for for those that are just grieving or maybe dealing so much and so heavily with something or another. Thank you again for joining us. God bless you. Have a great day. Stay cold (laughs) as much as you can. Absolutely. Yeah. And we'll see you and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.